So, Mariah, imagine this. We start, we start a podcast, and on it, we just read gay fanfic. Actually, can we? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Please, I have no job. And, like, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our Willow episode. Apparently, that's Mariah's new thing. I'm in the mood to, for singing right now. You know, you're never like in the mood for singing, and then you put on some songs you can sing along to, and you just sing. Yeah, well, can we can we sing along to some Owl City after this? Yeah, we have an Owl City dance party. I need to let that shit out. You're anyway, right, we have Jay. Say something. He <laughs> put on the spot. He ran away. He's, he has stage fright. Like, be I know. Respectful. I was like, being mean. I'm sorry. I love you, Jay. Okay. Anyway. Willow Moots, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited. And here's what we have to say to you, oh, Willow you. people. First of all, please kiss me. I'm fucking begging you. I'm on my knees. Second you're married. All, <laughs> second of all, we have here in front of us what we call special, special baked goods. Specifically, chocolate chip cookies. Specifically, it has weed in it. You wouldn't believe that we would be doing, participating in such a thing. <laughs> but yeah, here we are. Shay, would you like to split this? Wait, I didn't here? agree to this. I now I'm being put on the spot on the podcast. Oh, no peer pressure. Like I, I, I know I don't want to. I don't want to get high. Okay, Jay, do I eat this whole thing? On my shoulder. I'll just take a little piece. See what happens. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, isn't it? Tastes like weed. Mm-hmm. Are you done? It's barely noticeable. Um. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, I'm scared to take half. You said it was 12.5 milligrams. I said maybe. I'm not willing to take the risk because 10 fucked me up. It's less than that. Am I going to worth this? <laughs> Why am I already feeling paranoid? Okay. Okay, I'll take... A little more. You feel like what? Why am I already high? <laughs> Somebody said they got high off of melatonin. Okay. So guys, I um, I'm gonna be reading more Armorium, and I just want to say Scars. things are getting crazy. I know last time I was dying and I didn't have much to say because I was in so much. Okay, dying at an exaggeration i shouldn't say that but i was in a lot of pain for my period it was one of the worst ones recently honestly probably the worst period i've ever had in my entire life okay that's an exaggeration too but anyway point is i was uncomfortable by the time we got to the end of it it was pretty bad so all that to say i thought that chapter was crazy so much happened kids angry we're getting right into the drama i'm ready i'm so excited are you guys ready Crank up the volume, sit back, on the edge of my seat. relax. Here we go. <laughs> chapter six. Chapter 13. That's not the right chapter. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? We're on chapter six. Was somebody reading ahead of my phone? Shit is hitting the fan. Shit is spreading everywhere. It's on the walls. It's on the ceiling. I'm sorry, that's disgusting imagery and everyone hates me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jada's crying. She's in the street, looking for her GF. <laughs> All right, chapter six. Summary: Kit runs away. Does Jay know where to though? I think she's gonna know. 
She knows her girl. <laughs> she knows her girl, so... But does she know the new kid? But they're one and the same. We're one in the same. There's nothing to do with that, but... I thought of it and I had to sing it. For the first time. That's yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it just the spirit led me where the spirit led me. Led you to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> anyway, let me read, please. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It starts off in today, as it should. I would have been mad if not because shit just happened. And if I had to yeah. wait longer to see what happened Don't drag next. it out. Yeah, like... Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Kate makes sure the phone she found in Jade's desk has location tracking turned off before she switches on airplane mode. She plugs the overpriced charger into the outlet next to her seat. She hadn't given a second thought to the cost of the charger. After all, she was sitting in a first-class seat that she'd purchased only an hour before boarding. God damn! That's some money. <laughs> oh, I forgot she was rich, but like... Fat wallet. Like wallet can't fit in that, those fucking pockets. Straight jeans, no way. Straight to the airport. Straight on the. Good luck finding me, bitch. I turned my location off. <laughs> and like I get it, cause that's <laughs> like you know, she can't wait until her mom sees the bill on the credit card. <laughs> she, she's gonna be like giggling maniacally, like, <laughs> bitch, she had to pay for this. She's like, and you deserve it too. I feel like I have to burp. You burp me. Ew. <laughs> You're not a baby, okay? Act like an adult. You're a full-grown woman. She can't wait until her mom sees the bell on the credit card. Though in the grand scheme of things, the Instagram story Kit had posted before throwing away the phone her mother had given her as a way to keep her from her past might spark her ire a bit more than a $900 charge to Delta. I know a Google search went into that. <laughs> <laughs> Research, mama, is like... <laughs> Okay. You can read it. It's All right. Okay. This is the. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what this was because I, I have short term memory loss. So Kit wrote this story to Instagram. Okay. This is what it says, everybody. You listening? Are you listening? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Guys, if, if, if you want to know, I just threw my hands in the air in exasperation. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh this bitch. <laughs> As you are aware, a little over a year ago, I was in an accident that left me in critical condition. Neither I nor my mother and her team have released anything more than the fact that it involved a TBI. What's a TBI? Um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> oh, traumatic brain injury. Oh, you figured it out. Hey, I just had to think about it for a second. Brain I know, juice like, is flowing. I know about that. <laughs> <I'm> a... <laughs> you did it. They purposely did not share the fact that I had lost five years worth of memories. She's dragging them all on her Instagram story. They refused to share with me my own history. You know, she's going full Britney and I support her I so do. much. For the Free past- kit. Free kit. For the past 14 months, my family and friends have manipulated me, hidden my past from me, and lied to me. Sent. It doesn't say that, but like that's what she did. You yeah, know I mean? it was posted, like, in fact. <laughs> Can I get you anything to drink, ma'am? A flight attendant asks Kit. Champagne, please. Once again, with a fat wallet. Champagne. She returns to them. <laughs> I, I just take You're over. So <laughs> I really am. I'm not going to lie. You guys probably have noticed it because I'm the one in every episode who's like, continue. Part of it's like, I feel like I'm being polite, but part of it's because I'm an impatient bitch. 
Patience is a virtue I tell my nieces that all the time. Now you as a grown adult should know better. But I am an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm doing pretty damn good, I think. Mm. Um, you make me uncomfortable if we're being <laughs> But I'm so nice. Like, at the end of the day, like, even when I'm, like, snappy, I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. I'm sorry, and I love you. And I yeah. Just, you give it to I call you out and... most of the time. Yeah, usually when I call you out, I see it. You stop, and you're like, you know what? You know how you're often right. Mariah says some shit to me, and I just go, you know what? You got me. <laughs> you're <laughs> right, and I was wrong, and I love you. Because I'm a good person. Maturity. <laughs> Hey, I feel like a millennial. I keep singing. Like somebody, please stab me. Oh my! Oof. I need to stop know, singing everything. Guys, please! If you stab Mariah, I'm gonna be really, really upsetty. <laughs> if you stab me, there might be some repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> Shaya might be at your door, and so might be the entire police department. <laughs> NJ. <laughs> the entire I'm, police department. There's just like I'm, helicopters. I'm fairly confident Jay would be a little bit upset. <laughs> yeah, probably. She returns to the phone. Her phone, she supposes. If no one was going to tell her the truth, she was going to have to piece it together herself. She'd had a glimpse as she'd scrolled through the phone in Jade's office. Our office. But now it was time to deep dive. The flight was just under three hours and she planned to use every moment of it to learn more about the girl whose body she lived in. Damn. It was a surreal experience, swiping through images of a girl that she knew to be herself, but a girl she didn't quite recognize. The kit in these photos smiled wide, her dimple in full view in nearly every image. As she scrolled through, she sorted images into a new album. She titled the album Stories. Into it, she sorted photos she wanted to learn more about the background of. The first photo, in the pool, at the Tantalos' East Hampton house. Kit on Jade's shoulders, Alora on Eric's. Kit and Alora fighting with pool noodles. Cute. The second, Kit asleep, head on Jade's lap, Jade's bright smile, Elora giving Kitty, Kitty. I feel like I just misgendered Kit. <laughs> <laughs> Pronouns Kit slash Kitty. Elora giving Kit bunny ears. The third, a live photo of Eric twirling around a sword with a blue handle. See, cause Kit's like, we're red bitches, so where'd the blue come from? Jade. Hmm. The fourth, Jade and Kit, covered in snow, made snow angel, eyes drunk and heavy-lidded. Hands red with cold, fingers intertwined between them. The fifth, the video of Kit and Jade, naked. <laughs> mm. Kit telling Jade she can't wait to be her wife. That's so juicy. After she finishes her champagne, Kit asks for another and starts going through her texts. And another, and another, and another, and she gets drunk as hell on the plane. Probably. Anyway, anyway, that's not what happened. <laughs> I made that up. They are much less enlightening than the photos. She finds texts with her mom occurred once in a blue moon, and those with Eric usually involve coordinating meeting up somewhere. Same with Alora. Kit had never been big on texting. Her text chain with Jade is innocuous and filled with the banality of everyday life. Jade, don't forget butter. Kit, I need toilet paper. Kit, what's the Wi-Fi password? Jade, T at the more 650. Exclamation point. Kit, that's cute. Jade. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I love, that's actually an Easter egg there the author put in because the first Tanthamore fic they posted, I believe, uh-huh. is called Apartment, wait, no, it's not called, Apartment's not in the title, it's called 650 Square Foot or something, I don't even know, it's a reference to like the apartment they right. live in in this, this other fic, basically. Anyway, I just want to clarify, like it's okay, I just want to <laughs> clarify that it didn't say shut the fuck up, bitch, it just says shut up, so Jade was not that aggressive, I, you were that aggressive. I turned her into a monster. <laughs> 
What? You made a monster of her. <laughs> we are now starting our final descent into Orlando. Please return your seat backs and tables to their upright and, and locked positions. Kate continued to scroll through the phone, her eyes growing heavy-lidded at all the screen time in the way of the day on her. She didn't have luggage, just the clothes on her back, phone in her hand, phone charger, and wallet in her pocket. So she walked into the rideshare area of the airport and flipped off airplane mode. <gasps> she hadn't thought about the fact that the phone likely wouldn't still be attached to service. But as it turned out, someone was still paying the monthly fee. She connected to Verizon service immediately. When you're that rich, you don't realize you're paying another phone for a whole year that's not even being used. <sighs> Somebody was paying for it. She didn't know who. She didn't know who. Kit swiped away the texts and missed call notifications and toggled into the Uber app. The phone buzzed the entire car ride, but she ignored it in favor of the view. Palm trees passed and Kit's heart skipped a beat as they passed under a sign that read, Welcome to Disney World. She remembers being eight and pointing that very sign out to her dad. Her best day. If he were still alive, he wouldn't have lied to her. She's certain of it. He was terrible at lying to begin with, but Kit knew he wouldn't have hidden those five years from her. He wouldn't have been able to live with lying to her. What she wouldn't give to have him back for even just one more day. What availability do you have tonight? Kit asked at the counter of the Grand Floridian restaurant. I am just <laughs> making shit up. <laughs> My brain is so confused. This was gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not even high yet. It's just, it was just in the air. <laughs> what? <laughs> what availability do you have tonight? Kit asked at the counter of the Grand Floridian Resort. Do you have a reservation? The very confused concierge asks. No, but I have a credit card with my name on it and no limit. No limit? Guys, I think we should eat the rich. <laughs> Are they that rich? Holy shit. Unfortunately, we're nearly booked. You see... <laughs> no, suddenly it's a dar man. <laughs> so you see. So you see. You see, it's spring break. We generally require reservations in advance. Nearly booked? We have our presidential deluxe suite available, but it costs... Don't care. Kit shakes her head and hands over the credit card. She just said she had unlimited limit on her credit card, and this woman didn't think... She would want to pay for the presidential suite. I'll take it. The woman looks down at the name on the card and then does a double take at Kit. She clearly recognizes the tantalus of her name. It's not exactly common and Kit wouldn't be surprised if her little Instagram stunt was already making headlines. Of course, Miss Tantalus. She treats herself to room service in the form of about a dozen different breakfast food options. Hey, it's that breakfast food, including waffles in the shape of Mickey Mouse. She indulges in a bubble bath and lounges in a plush robe. She ignores every buzz her phone makes and falls asleep with surprising ease. For, She's living the life right now. Without her typical nighttime meds, she dreams a dreamless sleep. Morning comes and Kit hates that she has to wear the armorium shirt she'd worn the day before. She could buy something new, but without a bag, that would mean ditching the armorium shirt somewhere. Especially or buying a bag. Just a thought. <laughs> when you have a credit card with no limit. <laughs> Rich people always find like, something to complain about. Buy a fucking suitcase, They're creating problems. It's not like she has amnesia or had a traumatic brain injury or anything. Like, she's just creating problems does for herself. Listen, does her brain even work? It's what she should do, but every time she thinks about it, she remembers Jade bringing her back to the gym after her mother's literacy event. She remembers Jade's soft fingers expertly pulling her hair back from her face. Expertly, Kate realizes, because she spent five years doing it. She fights the urge to check if any of the buzzes her phone has made are from Jade. Instead, she gets to Magic Kingdom just shortly after it opens. 
She chases through her dad's favorite rides, the entire park still familiar to her. She wonders briefly if she came to Disney at all during her the missing years, but she needs that memory in favor of Splash Mountain and the relief of feeling her stomach drop from the ride instead of from betrayal. Damn. Her phone buzzes for the first time in a while and she checks it. She stares at the message, hands shaking. It's from Jade. She wants to call her or to respond to her, to ask her a million questions, but she doesn't do any of that. She rides Pirates of the Caribbean, then lets her feet take her across the park, walking more in a few hours than it seems she has in a year. Kit finds her way to Alice's teacups and sits in a cup by herself. The ride starts and she grips the wheel at the center of the teacup and she spins. She spins hard and fast, faster and faster. The world blurs around her and it gives her a sense of calm that comes from finding control. It's like that scene in Uptown Girls. I haven't seen that. With Brittany Murphy and... Oh shoot, what's her name? It's Elle Fanning's sister, Dakota Fanning. You need to watch it. It's a good movie. So... It's all she ever wanted in life, to feel control over her own life. You haven't even seen the clip? It's like, it goes around TikTok all the time. It's like one of the clips that people use to be like, say something. And it's like Brittany Murphy spinning in really fast and it, and it turns into Kofi and she's spinning really fast and they're like staring at each other with like crying. It's like a really emotional scene. Cause her dad, like Dakota's dad just died. What the fuck? <laughs> and Brittany's dad no. died when she was little. I don't know, I don't remember and this. And she's her nanny. Okay. Right. Oh my God, I know the whole movie now. <laughs> Anyway, it's all she's ever wanted in life, to feel control over her own life. No, a small voice whispers in the recesses of her brain, to be brave and loved. Oh my god, quote from the show. Is it not brave to fight for control of yourself? The ride comes to a stop much too quickly. Attendants usher off Kit and the other ride-goers from the ride, pointing to the exit gate. The moment Kit's feet hit solid ground, she regrets the spinning. She can't see straight, because you're a lesbian. <laughs> That's so funny. She can't see straight, and she's pretty sure she's swaying and walking and far from the straight line. Her mouth starts to taste bitter, and she knows what's coming. Oh no. She spent so much time after walking up from the accident, throwing up from her TBI and medicinal trial and error. She knows the warning signs. Please. I don't know if I can read this. It's, gonna be, it's making me nauseous. Kit spots a trash can across the way and beelines for it. She grips the cool metal rim of the can, leans over, and... You know, yeah. you know what she you does. get it. <laughs> you know what's going on. Five and a half years ago, next stop East Hampton calls the robotic voice over the train speakers. Here, let me redo that. Next stop East Hampton. <laughs> Around her, passengers start to gather their belongings, but Jade is already standing. She adjusts her duffel bag over her shoulder, watching as the landscape starts to pass by them a little slower. Her duffel digs sharply into Jade's shoulder, but she barely notices as she bounces up and down on her toes. She isn't one to rattle easily, but today she's nervous as hell. This is East Hampton. The doors open, and Jade steps off the L-I-R-R. -R. The sun hits bright against her eyes. She lifts a hand to shield them, and immediately spots who she's looking for. Kit runs toward her, flip-flops slapping against the platform, messy hair falling over her eyes. Then she barrels into Jade, knocking her duffel off her shoulder. Jade wraps arms tight around her girlfriend, grinning into the crook of her neck. Summer break had meant returning to their respective homes. Jade to Ballantyne in Boston, Kit to NYC, then out to her summer house out east. Kit had spent a long weekend with Jade in Boston earlier that summer, and now Jade was returning the favor. It had been a month since they'd seen each other. Jade pulls back and finds Kit's lips sighing into them. I'm so excited you're here, Kit whispers excitedly into Jade's lips. If I have to spend another day with just my mom and Eric, I don't know what I'll do. Jade pulls back. Kit is practically oozing excitement, but Jade worries at her bottom lip. 
She already caused it to split and bleed twice on the journey down from Boston. What's wrong? Kit asks. What if your mom doesn't like me? That is not the British accent that she has. Cut that out. What if your mom doesn't like me? What if your mom doesn't like me? You're literally perfect, Kit says. Your high school's valedictorian, interior Selene's business program with a 4.0 average, plus you've got the most ridiculous arms that are super sexy. I love how it's always the arms. Like, that's, that's what Kit is obsessed with. Breakfast yeah. food and uh, arms. Jade Claymore's arms. I don't think your mom will care about my arms. Jade rolls Oh, yeah, that's so true. She's talking about her mom. <laughs> her mom's like, I like Jade. She's got super sexy arms. <laughs> Sorsha says that. <laughs> she's, like, she's like giving her a speech at the wedding. She was like, I'm so glad my daughter was able to marry someone with such super sexy arms. <laughs> you know, she's like, she's got arms that can hold my daughter at night. If a bitch can hold me. <laughs> Jade rolls her eyes. She appreciates Kit's attempt to reassure her, but it's not enough. I can't imagine I'm her ideal version of a partner for you. Kit's smile only falters slightly. Jade catches it, though. Sure you are. Kit, come on. What is her ideal partner for you? Well, probably the son of another senator or a hedge fund guy. Someone looking to go to a law school or a business program. Like you are. Probably a guy whose parents summer out here and have a house in Tahoe. Kit. Jade hedges. You keep saying a guy. You did tell her that I'm your girlfriend that's coming to visit, right? I guess in the five months we've been together, I never asked, maybe just because I know Eric, but you are out to your mom, right? Yes, Kit responded quickly. Jade sighs in relief, momentarily relief. As she watches Kit look down and shuffle her feet. I, uh, kinda, um, Kit? When I left for the train, I kind of yelled out something like, Mom, I'm going to go pick up Jade from the train station. Oh, and by the way, she's my girlfriend because I'm a lesbian. Okay, bye. Jade drops her arms away from Kit and stares at her, slack-jawed. Kit, did you not think about how awkward this would be for me now? I know, I'm sorry. I kept meaning to do it every day since I came back from visiting you, but kept putting it off because I just don't want her to be disappointed in me. Which is stupid, I know, because I really shouldn't care, but... Jade takes a long inhale, then lets it out. She knows that Kit's relationship with her mom is complicated, even if Kit hasn't totally shared everything about it with her yet. Okay, Jade finally says. I'm here, and I'm here for you. Where you go, I go. And maybe they've only been together for five months, but it feels true. Where Kit goes, Jade follows. All right, we're back. Back in today. The moment Jade watches Kit get into the taxi, she knows where she's going. Fuck, Eric says, panting as he stands next to her. I can't track her phone and see where she's going. I know where she's going, Jade says, but Eric doesn't seem to hear her. It still says that she's over there, he points across the street, in that alley. She probably dumped her phone, Scorpia says, as she rests a hand on Jade's shoulder. She knows Scorpia is thinking it, but won't say, I told you so, in the moment. We need to find her. Where would she go? Eric pulls out his phone and then says under his breath, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it kind of smells like poop over here. I'm I'm scared aqua poop. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I didn't. You smell too, right? It kind of no, smells a little bit poopy. It kind of has for a while now, and I've been keeping quiet about it. <laughs> Giving it to myself. Damn. I'm hallucinating. I swear I heard, I'm about to be. I swear I heard the chime. What? Jade looks over his shoulder at the Instagram story he has pulled up. All it does is confirm that she knows where Kit is heading. She could get in a taxi right now and meet Kit at the Della ticket counter. She could beg her not to leave, or beg her to take Jade with her. But Kit needs space. At least for a bit. I'm going to your mom's apartment, Jade says. You should come too. No offense, Jade, but there's no way that's where Kit went. 
I know, I'm going to go after her, but she's halfway to JFK right now without any of her medication. They hop the six uptown after Jade hastily packs a duffel with some shorts and t-shirts, not knowing how long she'll be down in Florida. Eric uses his key to let them up to the penthouse. The entire place is in a tailspin the moment they enter. Sorsha's two assistants flutter about, her campaign manager talks loudly on the phone, and the moment they enter the kitchen, Sorsha's head pops up along with that of her publicist. What happened? Sorsha demands, eyes alternating between Eric and Jade as if they're children with their hands caught in the cookie jar. She found her old phone, Eric speaks first. We didn't have a chance to explain before she ran off. Jade turns and leaves the kitchen, tracing her way down the hallway until she finds Kit's bedroom. She hasn't been since they were in college, the winter break that found them spending languid days in bed while Sorsha was away in DC, caught for some filibuster or emergency of some sort. She finds the medicine she knows Kit needs in her bathroom, stuffs them in her duffel, and returns to the kitchen. Jade, Sorsha says as soon as she returns, what the fuck? Damn, Sorsha f- she- she said the f-word! She said the f-word to Jade. And she's social and she, yeah, and she's like being mean to Jade. Ain't right. In any other circumstance, Jade would have laughed. She's not sure she's ever heard Sorsha swear. We <laughs> fucked up, Sorsha, Jade says. All of us. We did it for her health. That's not good enough. She's been dying inside for a year. We've cheated her like a child. Take it. She is my child, Sorsha cuts her off, crossing the room to Jade. This close, Jade can see tears threatening to spill over. But she's not a child, Eric says, using the words Jade herself was about to. She deserves to make her own decisions, Jade says. Including running off to God knows where, Sorsha asks, her voice growing louder. Eric says that she's turned off her phone's location. That's not safe. Yeah, and two plus two equals four, Sorsha. <laughs> That's not very safe. <laughs> I know where she's going, Jade says calmly. I'm going to follow her. Don't ask me to tell you where. If you don't know, then maybe you don't really know Kit as well as you think you do. Bring her home, Sorsha says. Her tone is softer, almost pleading. Only if that's what she wants. I trust you, Jade, she says. I know you'll do whatever it takes to keep her safe. I trust you with her. There's a moment of silence where Jade ignores everyone in the room except Kit's mother. Their eyes meet and an unspoken understanding passes between them. It's an understanding brokered by two women who sat day and night by the side of the girl they loved most in the world, pleading for even just one more moment with her. Sorsha offers Jade a nod and Jade walks out of the door. Once in a taxi, Jade pulls up Expedia on her phone and silently curses the fact that Kit's impulsive nature comes with a price tag. Nevertheless, she books a flight and a hotel for the night by the airport. She fights the urge to text or call Kit. She's glad that she's kept paying for service on Kit's old phone despite the number of times she'd nearly canceled it. She hadn't been able to though, because that meant she'd have to stop calling just to hear her voice on the voicemail. More than that, it meant giving up on Kit coming back to her, so it wasn't a rich person. It was a person filled with love. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lesbian person. <laughs> she exchanges a few texts with Eric as she boards her flight. Eric, you are so lucky you're not here right now. It's like crisis central here and apparently there's strategy going on about what I have to post on Instagram. Jade, makes sense. Eric, I tried texting and calling her old number. Everything went through, but she didn't pick up. Jade, also makes sense. Eric, please make sure she's okay. Jade, I'm going to try. She's dead tired by the time she reaches her hotel by the airport and crawls under, under the unfamiliar covers. She turns her phone on airplane mode for the night, more to prevent herself from reaching out to Kit than anything else. Jade opens her favorites folder in the Photos app and pulls up the video Kit had shoved in her face just that afternoon, which feels like days ago. Jade marvels at the ease and genuine happiness of the two girls on the screen. How they didn't know that 10 months later their lives would be completely upended. 
She thinks about their promises. Promises to love each other, together. Kate's promised to propose to her on Amorium's one-year anniversary. She should have gotten engaged a year ago today. Instead, she spent that day... No, Jade refuses to think about how she spent that day. Instead, she thinks about apologizing. And Kit. Jade wakes to the sound of housekeeping knocking on her door. She only booked one night at the hotel, not knowing how today would unravel. She quickly changes into the jeans she'd worn on the plane and a t-shirt, realizing that the Florida weather was a bit colder than she was expecting. Disney World is just as overwhelming as it was the one other time she came five years ago. She cringes at the price of a day ticket and enters the park, turning her phone off airplane mode as she does. Texts fly in from Scorpio, Borman, Eric, and even Laura. She notices a couple of push notifications from news outlets. The words Senator Tantalos and daughter jump out at her, but Jade ignores them. That's an entirely different barrel of worms she'll have to deal with at some point. She makes her way to Fantasyland and finds a place to sit. She takes out her phone and finally texts Kit. Hi, I know I'm probably the last person you want to see right now, but I'm here. I'm not here to force you home or even to talk to me, but I have your medications if you want to get them from me. If not, I'll leave them somewhere for you. Then, before she chickens out, I'm sorry. She spends the morning wandering around watching young families and children dressed up as their favorite characters. She keeps an eye out for Kit and her hand on her pocket, willing it to buzz with a message from Kit. Jade is walking around the dizzy teacup ride when she sees Kit. She's stumbling off the ride, looking pale. Kit speeds away from the ride, swaying back and forth until she reaches a trash can, placing both her hands on the rim and bending over. Jade pushes past a handful of college students and rushes to Kit's side. What? You okay? <laughs> I don't want to read this. You don't want to read Because she's like mad at her and she's like, it's okay, baby. I'd be like, get your ass out. i like puke on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay. You're okay. Jade doesn't even think about the words spilling out of her mouth as she rubs reassuring circles on Kit's back with one hand. Kit's, Kit's about to like. End she doesn't even life. know she's there, and all of a sudden she's. She's about to end her life. <laughs> That's so wild. Well, she knows her, she's there, kind of, because she texted her that she was there. That's how Kit's part ended. Right, but she didn't know that she was right there when she was puking. So true. It didn't mean to correct you like that. <laughs> <laughs> with the other, she brushes hair back from Kit's clammy forehead. Kit heaves until it's clear she can't anymore. When she lifts her head, Jade finally gets a good look at her face. Her eyes are sunken and empty-looking. Her skin is sickly pale. Jade reaches into her pocket and pulls out a napkin. She brings it to Kit's mouth and wipes it clean of the small remnants of sick that sit there. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, like, that was kind of a catchy little thing there. <laughs> Jade throws out the napkin, only then realizing her proximity. She takes a healthy step backward. Sorry, Jade says. I shouldn't have just... I was acting on instinct. She thrusts a water bottle forward. Here. Kit takes the water and swishes it around in her mouth before spitting it into the trash can. She chugs the rest of the bottle and pink starts to return to her cheeks. Her eyes start to focus. Then they're simply standing there. I can give you your medicine and go, Jade offers. She hopes it's an empty offer, though, because she very much does not want to leave Kit at all, let alone like this. It's fine, Kit says, her voice sounding hoarse. You're already here, aren't you? Speaking of, how are you here? I checked the phone. There's no tracking on. Your favorite day. They walk in silence. Jade glances over at the brunette, what feels like every other second, trying to gauge where her head is at. What she's thinking, how she's feeling. Is she having side effects from being confronted by the missing years, or was it simply the dizzy teacups? Jade doesn't think Kit got sick when they rode them when they came senior year. I had a fast pass for Space Mountain, Kit finally says. But let's go there instead. She nods towards the It's a Small World ride. Are you still feeling dizzy? No. Kit shakes her head. Jade notices her wins as she does so, though. 
You hate roller coasters. Jade must have told her that during their quote unquote first date a couple of weeks ago when Kit told her about her trip to Disney with Mad Mardigan. The wait for the ride is a short one, but Jade spends the entire walk thankful that she's learned patience over the years. She wants to break the silence, but it's Kit's to break. Jade won't take that decision away from her. They somehow find themselves on a boat alone. What were we? Kit asks the moment they're truly alone. Of course, she would choose to talk on a ride while surrounded by creepy singing dolls. Everything, Jade echoes, using the same word she used the day before. You're, 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 you're like in a cave, it's really dark, and there's like lights shining, and there's like different cultures of people singing the song. Like there's a like Hawaiian singing it with their like hulas and, and, and then there's like African tribes singing it, and there's like. My god. Europeans, I don't fucking know. There's like, it's like you go on like. I'm like, learning about Disney World. You go on like the whole entire world. And they're like, eh, and they're like creepy, like, it's a small world after all, over and over again. But then like when you make it to a new country, like it kind of, the vibe kind of changes. Damn, I guess it's a small world after all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, sing down the background while I read the no, scene. No, I won't do to that. Get us in the, you know, like, in I'm the, sorry, I won't but that's do what's, that. Like, that's what's, that's, that's, that's going to be, that's, they're trying to hear you, man. They're trying to hear you. Yeah, but that, it makes it realistic. It's like the sound effect. It's a small world They can imagine it in their head, okay? They can sing it to themselves. She's like, it's what are we? That's everything. After all. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> They're having the, like, the most important conversation of their life with that song on in the background. This time, though, she expands on it. She tells Kit their story or an easily digestible version of it. We met in brand marketing when we were set up as partners for a project, and I think we were inevitable from the moment we met. It took you until the night we submitted our midterm project to ask me out, though. Had our first date that very night. Jade smiles as she remembers the night. The breakfast food on her dorm room's floor. That breakfast food, man. <laughs> God, we were so young. Six years ago, Kit says. I loved you before we even went on that first date. Oh my God. I'm not gonna lie, Jade, that's a lot. That's like, if... if <laughs> Like, I feel like saying that to her now is, like, really bad timing because she barely knows you and you're, like, you're, she's not only finding out that you love her, but it's, like, and I've loved you since before we even went on a date. It's, like, oh, so. Okay, uh, like, Edward Cullen. Yeah, it's, like, can I even trust you because you're coming on so strong? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's already. a lot. But, you know. Like, the nature of it is coming on strong because she already has. She just couldn't help but just start spilling out of her. But you know, she made it worse. Apart. You made it worse, Jade. You made it weird. And for that, <laughs> we have to execute you. <laughs> what the hell? Listen, you will not be touching Jay Claymore. I know, I know, I know. Not Guys, on my watch. Just Claymore, I love Jade. Like, I'm so sorry. It was a joke. I meant no harm. Like, please. Please believe me. Please. Okay, Mariah, we believe you. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe it's too much, too intense to reveal, but it's true. I told you about... Oh, sorry. I'm getting a really intense stitch on my hand. Oh, the demons. <laughs> the demons are trying to stop you from really just charging through one paragraph at a time right now. <laughs> I told you about my lifelong dream of opening a specialty gym, and it became both of our dreams. We graduated to Celine and moved to New York. We crashed with Eric for a bit because your mom wasn't super keen on our business plan, but we bought the building, the gym and our little apartment above it. In the first months, I worked nights at a local bar and days with you, fixing up the gym to get it ready to open. We did that for almost six months. Those were our hardest six months. But we made it through and opened Armorium. We used my money from Dad, didn't we? Jade perks up, wondering if Kit is remembering something. Kit catches on quickly. Just a guess. I mean, how else could we have afforded a building in New York City at 22? We did, Jade nods. In that video, Kit hedges, her voice tinged with something that could be fear or apprehension. 
It's just the kit in the video said about being your wife. Jade makes a mental note of the fact that Kit called herself the Kit in the video, but skirts through to the question at hand. She thumbs the jade necklace sitting atop her chest as she answers. We weren't engaged, not yet. You like to say we were engaged to be engaged or betrothed. That literally doesn't make any sense. We knew we were each other's forever. There's a moment that would have been silent between them if it weren't for the singing children all in white around them. I almost forgot where they were, and I was like, wait, why are there singing children all in white around them? That's creepy. <laughs> you were the one that was just going on. <laughs> then Kit whispers so softly that Jade almost misses it. Except we weren't. <gasps> oh my god, this is worse than Peter calling Katniss ugly after he was hijacked. Because she said they aren't each other's forevers. <laughs> <laughs> we can be, Jade wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> But we can I be. Didn't, I meant to say... It seemed really, really British. But we can be. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to say it kind of like whiny, but like not that whiny. We can be, Jade wants to say, you will always be my forever. She stops herself from saying this. And in that moment of indecision, Kit speaks again. You left me. <gasps> oh my God, that's so sad. I want to hug her and kiss her. Jade feels like she's been punched in the gut. For over a year now, she's felt like Kit left her, not the other way around. But is Kit right? Did she leave her? Oh my god. If we were what you said we were, you would have been there when I woke up in the hospital. You would have been there as I recovered. You would have been there. Her voice cracks. Oh my god. I... What the hell? As soon as the doctors realized the extent of your memory loss, they kept me out of sight. It killed me to wait in hallways for news, to have your doctor repeat everything in offices instead of by your side, to let Sorsha take you home to the place that hadn't been your home in years. The ride comes to an end, and they pull up to the exit. Why didn't you fight for me? Jade has no answer to that, but when they walk back into the sun, Kit turns to look at her. She demands an answer. Oh my... I thought giving you up was your best chance at life. I thought I was keeping you healthy and safe. I was wrong, and I'm sorry. Okay. Okay? I'm accepting your apology, but I haven't decided yet if that means forgiving you. I feel like I made Jade sound too whiny in that explanation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? That's Mike, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, because, you know what? Thanks for Should giving we? me voice acting tips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accepting your apology, but I haven't decided yet if that means forgiving you. I don't know how I feel about you. For some reason, I feel a little less mad at you than I am at everyone else, but I haven't untangled the why of that yet. Maybe because I need you to untangle the mess of the missing years. I don't want you to need anyone other than yourself. Yeah, well, Kit shrugs. You and everyone else have spent the last year ensuring that I do. And those words hurt worse than Kit's earlier accusation. Jade opens her mouth to speak, but Kit shakes her head. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to go on the rides, I went on with my dad, and remember him. You can join, but we aren't talking about us again. Not until I say I want to. It's Kit who suggests they Uber to the airport instead of going back to whatever hotel she'd been staying at. She puts their first-class flights on her mother's card. They both ignore the television's turn to news channels and the Chiron. Curran? What? C-H-Y-R-O-N. Anyway. Across the screen with her last name. Kit takes her dinnertime medicine from Jade as they wait to board, handing it back to her afterwards. Jade is the one between the two of them with a bag. Because <laughs> Kit doesn't know how to buy a bag. <laughs> <laughs> they board the plane, and Jade directs Kit to take the window seat, knowing how that's her preference. Kit falls asleep before they've even taken off. They're only 30 minutes into the three-hour flight when Jade wraps a blanket around the smaller girl, the movement causing Kit's head to loll and fall on Jade's shoulder. 
She lets it sit there until Kit wakes, confused and bleary-eyed, as they touch down at JFK at nearly 1 a.m. Jade finds them a taxi, ushering Kit into the car first. Where to? The cabbie asks. We have two stops, Jade says, ready to rattle off Sorsha's address, Kit's current address, before her own. One stop, Kit says sleepily. I can't go back to my mom's. And besides, it's not just your apartment, it's mine too, isn't it? Yeah, Jade nods. Her mind starts worrying at the thought of bringing Kit back home, of the state that she left that place in, of the photos of them all over the place, the time capsule of their old life, from the year-old bag of Cheetos in the pantry to the two toothbrushes in the bathroom. I'll sleep on the couch, Kit says, as if reading Jade's mind. No, I'll sleep on the couch. You take the bed. Okay, Kit says. That sounds fair to me. And that's the end. And the note is, we've officially entered phase two of the story. And I gotta say something. I don't like phase two of the story. <laughs> You're going to. I do like it. I, I Pain bring, pain will bring comfort hurt slash and joy. Comfort. You can't have comfort without hurt. You can't have hurt without comfort. Yeah. Listen. Darkness without the light. Cold without the... I, this shit's getting good as hell. I am so invested. Exactly. It's got my heart racing. I feel like I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight over this. So thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for putting me through this emotional distress. It's seriously, like, it's getting so good. Like, the, like I feel like I'm watching a movie. I see it in my head. It's all going down. Like, pictures. Please, God, somebody pick this up and make it into a movie. But I'm not curious. until after the strikes have Why been are you settled standing? and demands given. <laughs> You're standing above the bike. <laughs> yeah, I'm standing because I was starting to have pain, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks. You, well, I should let you go. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> no, we have to give a... First of all, you're supposed to leave a comment. We have to feed Shea. You have to leave a comment on that chapter. They're hungry. Kudos. I'm like your pet dog. You gotta feed me. The hell? I'm gonna feed myself, because I'm an adult. Okay. <laughs> all right, here's our, the comment. Do you approve? Phase two sounds scary. Anyway, we love this, and I'm gonna go cry now. Yeah. All right. Comment sent. Beautiful. Willow, Twitter. Yeah, phase two is exciting. I'm excited for phase two. Excited for phase two of this fic on the podcast. I'm excited for this whole adventure going on. <laughs> Willow, Twitter, like, hi. You already said hi to Willow. Twitter. I know, but like, I'm blushing thinking about them. Blushing and kicking. <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for Once listening. Once again, go follow Save Willow at... Uh. Save Willow 2022 on Twitter. Yes. And also... Go to the link tree, support them. Follow Chris on AO3. True. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe, subscribe. to her. Because... Follow her on Tumblr, at Commander Buffy. Yeah. Go follow her because this shit she is good. She blessed us. She really blessed us with this. And go, like, read it yourself. Maybe read along with us, you know, or something. Because this stuff is so good. And also... Yeah. And don't forget to leave yeah. her kudos and a nice comment like we do. Yeah, once We're again, like, please, like, if you're reading a fic, especially if, if you get to the bottom of a fic, always leave kudos. Always, always, always leave kudos. And a comment, too, if you have anything at all to say. Even if it's just, like, I liked this. Like, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be grand. It makes the author's day, absolutely makes their day, and it motivates them to keep writing. So especially if it's, like, a multi-chapter fic and you want more, let them know that you want more. And you know what? They'll be happy to give it to you, speaking from experience. So, hell yeah. We love fan fiction. We love the gays. We love you. Follow us. Support. Um, please like, 
and re- leave a comment like leave a review wherever you're listening it helps us a lot it really really does and we're, we're trying to build something here and we we're we're really grateful for everyone supporting us so far so and rate yeah. us five stars it has to be five stars yeah and yeah follow us on spotify apple wherever you're listening like they said but also follow us on twitter at plz i have no job or you can follow our individual accounts mine's true underscore but false and i also have my willow account which is pretty girl laura and you can follow us on instagram at please i have no job same thing on tiktok please i have no job also my personal tiktok is true dot 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 but false and my personal instagram is mariah <laughs> van reen and bebe <laughs> i regret saying that <laughs> uh, i did my plugs on the last recording i'm too lazy to do them now if you want to follow me find me that's what i'll say and i'll hang out like say hi thanks for listening Happy weekend. Happy weekend. Toodles. Toodles.